Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to The Huddle on this Sunday morning. Dave Schwartz, Pete Najarian, Charlie Weiss. It is 11.07. The Vikings do not play this afternoon. They uh, play on Monday night football tomorrow night at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a great rivalry game. Certainly it's ramped up uh, since that NFC Championship game a couple years ago. With us this morning is Andrew Kramer from the Star Tribune. He covers the Vikings and joins us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andrew, good morning. You are in Philadelphia, is that correct? Good morning. I am. I just landed this morning. So you don't have a Philly cheesesteak in your hand yet. It's lunchtime there, right? No, it is. Yeah, not, not no Philly cheesesteak yet, and the, uh, the 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 light poles are not greased yet. Those, uh, the, fans, <laughs> the fans are staying down. I, I I wondered how long it would take us into this segment to start talking about the greased light poles. It was forty seconds. Congratulations. Uh, to me, the a topic in this one t- tomorrow is if the Vikings defense can stop Jalen Hurts. He is an incredibly talented young man who can both pass and run. Uh, the defense was great last week, but it was Aaron Rodgers who stayed a little bit longer in the pocket. How do they stop Jalen Hurts tomorrow night? Yeah, that's the question they've been wondering in Egan this week, especially after seeing the way they, Philadelphia opened this season against Detroit, where Jalen Hurts comes out and, and looks like he's taken that next step uh, in his third year, in his second year, really leading the Eagles as their starter. Um, They ran for 216 yards against the Lions. 90 of that came from their quarterback. Um, Jalen Hurts led the Eagles in rushing attempts as well, which is not something you see every day, but in Philadelphia it happens quite often. And a lot of that comes on scrambles, and that's a big concern for the Vikings is it's not just when they do these designed runs and get him out in the option game and all this stuff. But it's when he drops back, and it's third and 15, like what happened against the Lions, and Jalen Hurts scrambles for a 16-yard game. It's like, what do you what do? You do? Like, you've got everybody covered. Uh, you're doing everything you can down the field, and he finds a way to still pick up those yardage that yardage with his legs. So that's the biggest concern, too. It's, it's not just the, the running game and when they um, design the runs for him, but it's also when, that, when those plays break down, how do you find a way to corral him? And, Andrew, those are all the reasons why when we had an opportunity to draft Jalen Hurts, I wanted the Vikings to have him on our, you know, to, as a backup, but but be on the roster for the Minnesota Vikings. We had a shot at him, and we didn't take it. But tell me about the defense, though. As far as Philadelphia, uh, they gave up a lot of yards to DeAndre Swift, who is a great running back at Detroit. But is that something that we, we look at it as Viking fans and say, you know what, we can exploit this. And by the way, we, we think we got maybe the best running back in football. I think he is, Dalvin Cook. But 
Is that something that the Vikings are going to press a little bit, a little bit more on the running game? I think they should, and and I, I think that's how Vikings fans should look at this because you're right. When you looked at that Eagles defense from Week One, um, it was it was pretty underwhelming for how dynamic that offense was in Philadelphia. Their defense was very underwhelming. Um, I, I believe when you looked at the stats, they ended up leading, or I think they were second in the NFL in missed tackles on defense mm-hmm. in Week One behind only Carolina. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for the Vikings, both through the air and on the ground, but especially when you see how Detroit also ran very well in that opener against the Eagles, um, both um, with DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams as well, that I think that you're going to see some opportunities for the Vikings. That's why I picked them to win this game. Um, I I think the Vikings are going to have um, kind of their pick of how they want to move the football, and maybe I'm being swayed by how good that offense looked in week one, but I think that Eagles defense also looked pretty poor in week one as well. Justin Jefferson had nine passes for 184 yards last week and two touchdowns. Um, Do you believe that this will be another big game for him? Or, and this is what I love about the NFL, right? You you get one guy one week who is unbelievable, and everyone thinks you're going to key on him, and that opens somebody else up. The Vikings have a guy who's pretty dang good named Adam Thielen, who was pretty quiet last week. Do you see this as a week that he kind of emerges, or are they going to go back to Jefferson again? I think they would like to to keep going to Jefferson, but um, they do have a guy pretty good in Adam Thielen. I I laugh because, yeah, it's easy to forget about him when Jefferson just seems to put up 180 yards at will. Um, The one strength of the Eagles' defense is their corners, and it's hard to tell against a Jared Goff-led Lions team. The Lions aren't very good at throwing the football, but – uh, Kirk Cousins will run into um, seeing Darius Slay, the former Lions corner and current Eagles corner, who's very good, and James Bradbury, who is the corner that starts opposite for Philadelphia. Those two guys are very, very good. And uh, I am interested to see how the Vikings scheme Jefferson open against those guys. Do they put Darius Slay on Justin Jefferson man-to-man like the Packers wouldn't do with Jair Alexander and Justin Jefferson? Mm-hmm. That could dictate how the Vikings work things as well. But the Vikings do have options two and three to go to. We just didn't see them having to do it very often in that opener. Um, so I'm curious to see uh, if a team like the Eagles or any team decides we're going to take away Justin Jefferson, how do the Vikings counter? Because they certainly have some options. And and let's be honest, Andrew, I think that uh, they have some okay receivers in, in Green Bay, but one of them's playing for the Raiders now and the other guy didn't play against the Vikings. So the corners really – they didn't have to worry as much as they normally would, especially after the drop, and Aaron Rodgers just refused to throw the ball back to the the player that dropped the ball. But this week we've got A.J. Brown, and I think the maturity level as well for from from Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, when you look at the stats against Detroit, well, where did he go with the ball when it really mattered? In the red zone, he went with his tight end, Goddard. So uh, I think the Vikings are going to have to answer to that, right? I mean, a, a very good tight end. A lot of people think he's one of the better tight ends in the NFL, and I think A.J. Brown's a lot different than what the Packers threw on the field last week. I do think A.J. Brown is the biggest concern and the biggest difference. You know, obviously you got the mobile quarterback. Hurts is very different from Rodgers. But when you look at these offenses, yeah, it's going from a Devontae-less Packers team to, oh, you've got an offense now that has their own version of Devontae Adams because A.J. Brown is that is that good. And I'm interested to see, does Cameron Dantzler hold up opposite Patrick Peterson uh, the same way he did against a team that has a bona fide star? And then, oh, yeah, if you cover A.J. Brown, by the way, 
They've got Devonta Smith, who was, you know, in the Heisman running in a first-round pick in his own right and is very, very good. So this Eagles team, very dynamic offense. That's what you got to worry about going into this. And, and whether it's that running game we talked about or it's also those two wide receivers, um, this could be the first real – it feels weird saying it coming off a Rodgers game, but this could be more of a real test for the Vikings secondary seeing the weapons that they have, the Eagles have, just across the board. Andrew, Jalen Rieger, a uh, former Philadelphia Eagles, signs uh, with the Vikings in the offseason. He's on the depth chart. He's there. He's one of a grouping. Do you see uh, Kevin O'Connell trying to work him in in some sort of, you know, how we all love to dub it the, uh, the Jalen Rieger revenge game when anyone plays against their old team? <laughs> I really don't, as much as the storylines uh, would beckon for it. I, I just don't. And, and it's funny because Jalen Rager said that in the locker room this week, too. He said somebody had posed the question of, well, if it's going to be any week for you to get, on, get in on offense, it'd be against this Eagles defense, right, that you know so well. And he's like, yeah, I agree, I agree. But, you know, it's up to the coaches because he knows it's absolutely not up to him as much as he wants to get out there and play. I think you're going to see Rager out there only as a punt returner. The Vikings stuck with three wide receivers last week against the Packers. They didn't even play a fourth one for a single snap, and I think we might see a similar deal this week. I do think they eventually want Rager to be a part of the offense. They want that depth. They want that different skill set and different option, but I just don't think two weeks into learning the playbook um, that they'd be comfortable putting him out there just quite yet. As far as tight ends, uh, how how about Kirk? And, and is he comfortable with Irv Smith? Is he willing to, to throw him the ball a little bit? Because it seemed like we didn't really attack like we usually do with the Viking offense with our tight ends. And I, I say that as a linebacker who's always talking about tight ends, but I think they're they're one of the key elements, I think, of every single team. You look at a winning team, you've got a great tight end. And I, and I look at, at Irv Smith as one of those kind of guys, maybe. Yeah, I think he can be in terms of that receiving element. He's certainly got that mismatched skill set, right? And and the Vikings and Kevin O'Connell see that as well, which is why you've heard O'Connell say all offseason, Irv is going to have a major role for us. Well, where was that in week one? It wasn't anywhere to be found. And we asked people all week about it, and you got different answers. Irv said, well, it's because I missed camp. I, you know, They didn't physically want to throw me in there right away. Coaches said, well, no, it was more of a game plan thing. We wanted to, we liked the looks we got defensively from the Packers by playing our other tight ends. And I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. I think some of it is the mental side of things. I think Irv missed an entire month of practicing this offense. And Johnny Munts, the guy who started at tight end, has been taking his spot every day in practice and every preseason game. And I think they're trying to get Irv comfortable in this offense. And I think that's still a work in progress. And so eventually, when they do get up, get him up to speed in that sense, I think we're going to see him more and more as an every-down player. But right now, we're just seeing him kind of mix in a little bit here or there because he can be that guy, you know, who, who breaks the game open down the field for you in, in the passing game. I just think it's a matter of time. We are talking to Andrew Kramer, who covers the Vikings for the Star Tribune on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andrew, I posed this question to Twitter last week and got some very interesting uh, comments, and we're going to talk about it next segment, but I'm going to give you the first crack at this. If you had five yards to go to the end zone and you had to win the game and you could either throw it to Justin Jefferson or Randy Moss, what's your answer and why? Who do you throw it to? (laughs) Oh, 
my God. I love that question. Um, I <laughs> this would... is what we do on radio, right? Like, this is how we do it. <laughs> I miss it. Um, I, I would have to say Randy Moss. And I, I say that not to disparage the young kid and the young all-star and, and Justin, but, you know, that, what was better than Randy Moss going up over the top of yeah. somebody and just, just <laughs> sunning somebody, you know, and just going up over the top. We, we saw that so often. And I grew up watching it as a kid. I just, I love it. And so to me, that's, I, I have to pick that. So I got to give Justin a few more years to go before I put that yellow jacket on him and say, uh, say it's him. <laughs> Andrew, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate you, man. Enjoy Philadelphia and stay off the light poles. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Thanks a lot, guys. Good to be on with you. All right. Thanks, Andrew Kramer from the Star Tribune. Pete, we're going to talk more. Well, let, let's delve into this, and we'll finish off the show on that. Again, the question uh, that we're chatting about, and you can chat as well. You can call or text us at 651-461-9226. That's the Twin Cities 1 plumbing talked and text line. If you needed five yards to score a touchdown to win the game, would you take Randy Moss or Justin Jefferson? We'll talk about that next on The Huddle on 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 